Welcome to the Business of Psychology podcast, the show that helps you to reach more people, help more people, and build the life you want to live by doing more than therapy. Today's podcast is on a topic that I am really, really passionate about, and I've actually been wanting to record a podcast on this subject for ages, and I've had the ideas kind of floating around in my head, but now feels like the best time to do it. So today I'm going to be talking to you about how business planning can help you beat overwhelm. And the reason I care so much about this is because this is the message I get from the members of Do More Than Therapy, from people who leave Do More Than Therapy, and from people in the wider uh, Do More Than Therapy Facebook group community. And that is that overwhelm is the thing that prevents us from building the kind of practices that we want to build. People get so stressed out that they can't make the time to attend a you know 30 minute group coaching call or a 60 minute training session. And I think if we can't make time to do those things, to move our practices forward in the direction that we want to go, that is an alarm bell right there. That means that we've built something that isn't serving us anymore. And I speak from experience, I have been there. I have been so overwhelmed and so overstretched that I couldn't take any time for CPD or thinking about how to grow my business and turn it into something that kind of hits my values. I've totally been there. Um, And I've discovered that learning about business, working on my business and creating a really good foundational business plan is the way to reduce that overwhelm, get some clarity and feel like you can actually do what you want to do and feel professionally fulfilled within your business. So I can't wait to kind of dig into this. And today's episode is going to be all about the different ways that the focused sections of your business plan can help you to cut through that overwhelm and start 2021 um, doing everything very intentionally in a very focused way so that you're not spending any excess energy on stuff that isn't going to move you forward, which is something that I think we would all massively benefit from. Okay, another thing just to let you know before we get started is that because I care so much about this and because I think that these topics are really, really important, everything we're going to talk about today actually forms the foundation of the first six-week term of Psychology Business School. So if you um, haven't heard me talk about it before, Psychology Business School is our new programme that we're launching in January. Uh, That's January 2021 for anyone listening in the future. And it is a course that helps you build up your practice from the beginning in a way that allows it to serve you, help you live your values, uh, help you live the kind of life that you want to live while helping more people and doing all of that without burning out. Um, So it's a 12-week programme and the first six weeks of that programme are entirely focused around these foundations and building your business the correct way from the beginning. So all of the stuff we're talking about today, if you're listening to this and you think this sounds like exactly what I need, but I need some help to get this straight in my head, don't worry, Psychology Business School has got you covered uh, and I'll give you a link to the waiting list for that in the show notes. Okay, so how can a business plan help you beat overwhelm? Well, firstly, a good business plan starts with a statement of your values. It starts by making you confront what you want and what you need from your business. Why are you doing this? 
And those are what are going to get you through the hard times. And there will be hard times when you start up a business. It's not easy. It's not an easy option. It can be more flexible. And that's why many of us go into business rather than staying in employed roles within the NHS. It can be more flexible, but it isn't going to be easier. There's a lot of work involved. And on those days where it just feels really hard and you just want to step back into employment because you want the pension, um, knowing exactly why you're doing this could not be more important. So we always start there. Secondly, it helps you plan out your projects. So you might have a thousand things that you want to do in a year. You might be, uh, you know, if you're anything like me, you might be really, really inspired most of the time and have millions of ideas kind of pinging around in your head. Your business plan forces you to think about four, um, maybe a few more if you're full time in your practice and you've got no commitments. But generally, I would say four projects that are going to make up your year and that are going to form your focus for the year so that your head isn't kind of pinging all over the place constantly. It gives you something to focus on. Following on from that, your business plan will then stop you from chasing shiny objects all the time. You will, as soon as you enter the arena of business and Facebook and Instagram know that you have your own business, you'll be bombarded with adverts for things um, that people can teach you to do in your business. You know, you'll see amazing programs teaching you how to do amazing videos, online courses, how to write books, millions and millions of things that are options that are available to you once you step into the business world. And it is very, very hard to know which ones are going to move you forward and which ones aren't if you haven't got a solid business plan in place. So your business plan stops you from chasing everything and tells you which things you should focus your attention on. And flowing from that, your business plan allows you to develop a focused marketing plan. So the worst thing you can do, and I see so many psychologists and therapists doing this, the worst thing you could ever, ever do is spend time writing blogs, making podcasts, putting out social media content that doesn't lead anyone anywhere. It's not a great experience for um, the clients, the people that we're communicating with, because they often feel a bit lost and like they don't really know where to go from there. They don't know how to find the help that they need at the end of it. But also, it really sucks up a lot of time. You know, I consider myself to be a pretty competent writer. And anyone who did the blogging challenge with me knows that I do believe that you can write a blog post in an hour, but you have to plan, you have to market it, and you have to do your keyword research and all of that stuff. So even if you're a fast writer like I am, it's still about two hours a week that you're going to spend making that core content and promoting it that's a lot of time and time is money when you're not being paid a salary. So it's really, really important that you know your focus and that you only spend time um, marketing that is going to take you towards your goals for the year and the business plan will keep you on track. It also forces you to work out the maths (laughs) and set your pricing appropriately. I'm laughing because this is such a stumbling block for so many of us and it's been a really big stumbling block for me. Um, But the podcast that I recorded last week with Sally Farron, the pricing expert, the pricing queen as she is known, um, really highlights the importance of your prices and how you can undermine your whole business from day one if you get your pricing wrong. And a good business plan makes you figure out exactly what your business is going to cost you 
what you need to earn and therefore what your, need, your what your fees need to be based on that information, not based on what other people are charging and not based on your gut instinct because those will lead you astray. If you want to know more about pricing, definitely uh, listen to the episode with Sally. It was a, a value-packed episode. Um, but we are going to have a specific session, a masterclass entirely dedicated to setting your fees in psychology business school in that first six-week term because this is something I just don't trust us to do alone having got it massively wrong myself um, as you'll know if you listen to that podcast so that's another way in which your business plan can really help you okay it also makes sure that you get the systems in place that you need to work efficiently in your business. So a good business plan will help you save time in your business because it will force you to sit down right at the beginning and map out all the policies that you need, all the procedures that you need, all the template emails that you need so that when something unexpected happens in your business, when something difficult happens, like a client DNAs, for example, you aren't scratching around creating a new email every time Time. you've just got templates that you plug in and you send out it's the same for everything you know you need to get your terms and conditions sorted you need to get your therapy contract sorted all of that stuff insurance the legal stuff you don't want to be doing that on the fly when you're already in the middle of seeing clients because a that's really stressful b it's really overwhelming and c it's just super time consuming and like i said time is money when you don't have a salary so getting all of that stuff sorted out at the beginning really helps you to start your practice without all of that kind of overwhelming stuff hanging over your head Um, and it also prepares you for growth because you might not believe this if you are right at the beginning of your private practice journey But a couple of years down the line, maybe even quicker, you're going to be wanting to take on help. In fact, I would really urge you to take on help right from the beginning if you possibly can. Help with admin, maybe bringing other therapists into your practice. But in order to do that, you need to have processes that other people can follow. If it's all in your head then you're not going to be able to outsource to anybody else because they can't read your mind. So you need to be getting all of that stuff out on paper from the beginning and a good business plan helps you to do that. And again, this is um, another key focus for the six-week term uh, that we kick off Psychology Business School with because this is a huge mistake I see almost everybody making and I made myself. We make processes up as we go and it costs us so much time. And also we spend ages researching and scratching around trying to um, find templates for things uh, that are really essential like our terms and conditions, therapy contracts, um, all the GDPR policies that you need, privacy statements, all of that. So that is one reason that this is a core aspect of Psychology Business School and why I'm working with a lawyer to create all of that paperwork and template processes for you so that it's all there. You can just um, take it from Psychology Business School and apply it in your own business, tweaking it to exactly what you need. Um, Because I know that that is something that contributed massively to the overwhelm of private practice for me, and I know it does for lots of members of the Do More Than Therapy community. So I'm really excited to be bringing that to you. And it's another thing 
um, that your business plan should do for you. So the psychologist business plan that I've produced, and if you're a member of Do Modern Therapy, you get it included in the membership. It will be included in Psychology Business School as well. Um, or you can buy it directly from my site. That has a checklist of all the things that you need to consider um, for like the legal aspects, privacy policies, Um, because a good business plan will make sure that you're not starting your business without having considered something massive that you really need to be thinking about. So I hope that has demonstrated to you how a business plan can be a really great um, practical step to reducing your overwhelm, reducing the overwhelm of private practice. And I also hope that it's kind of introduced you to what we're trying to achieve with Psychology Business School and why Psychology Business School is a bit different to other business programs that you might see out there. I know how overwhelmed you are and the content in Psychology Business School is designed to reduce, not add to that overwhelm. So it it consists of two terms, the first six weeks being all about business planning, everything we've discussed in this episode, and the second six weeks after a little consolidation break uh, in the middle is all about marketing and forming a marketing plan, which is going to take you towards your goals. So I really hope that some of you will be excited to join us in January. And as I said, the link to the waiting list will be in the show notes for this episode. So please do get in touch if you're interested in Psychology Business School or if you've got any ideas of other things that we should be including in the programme. You can contact me at Rosie Gilderthorpe on Instagram. That's the easiest place to find me. Or you can find me in the Do More Than Therapy free Facebook group. I'm always hanging out in there. Before you go, I just wanted to check something out with you because I don't know if this is just me. But do you sometimes wake up at two o'clock in the morning worried that you've made a terrible error that's going to bring professional ruin upon you and disgrace your family? (laughs) I'm laughing now, but when I first set up in private practice, I was completely terrified that I'd miss something really big when I was setting up my insurance or data protection practices. Even now, three years in, I sometimes catch myself wondering if I've really covered all the bases properly. And it's hard, no, actually it's impossible, to think creatively and have the impact you should be having in your practice if you aren't confident that you have a secure business underneath you. But it can be really overwhelming to figure out exactly what you need to prioritise before those clients start coming in. So I've created a free checklist plus resources list to take the thinking out of it. Tick off every box and you can see your clients confident in the knowledge that you have everything in place for your security and theirs. You can download it now from psychologist.drosie.co.uk forward slash client hyphen checklist and the link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Business of Psychology podcast. If you share my passion for doing more than therapy, then make sure you come over and join my free Do More Than Therapy Facebook community, where you can work on getting your big ideas off the ground with like-minded psychologists and therapists. I'd also love it if you could leave this show a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will help more of the people who need it to find it. See you next week for more tips and inspirational stories to help you do more than therapy.